Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I'm Cecilia Lay, and this is Fifth Emission. I grew up in San Pablo, a small city that's mostly surrounded by the better-known Richmond. My home was less than five miles from the Chevron oil refinery, and my childhood was punctuated by alarms. My family and I knew the drill. It meant there was some type of gas leak from the refinery. We'd hurry inside and close all the windows. The Chevron Richmond refinery loomed over our lives, and while I can't count how many gas leaks happened, they occurred often enough that they've become a part of my memories of growing up. The refinery is one of 14 in the state, and operations at companies like Chevron have remained pretty opaque. Any disruption to refinery production, a fire, gas leak, or any maintenance work has real-life consequences for people beyond pollution. If you drive a car in California, you've felt that the most at the gas pump. While gas prices have been dropping, they've hit record highs as recently as this month. At its highest, the state average was $6.44 a gallon. That's nearly $3 higher than the national average. While outages and interruptions at oil refineries have been named as the main culprit for expensive gas, it isn't clear when or why they're happening. Today on Fifth Emission, Chronicle reporter Claire Howe joins me to discuss how oil refineries are able to operate without sharing a ton of information with the public. That lack of transparency has led state leaders and energy policymakers to scrutinize oil refineries closely. What do we not know, and are the excuses from the companies enough? Claire Howe, welcome to Fifth Emission. Yeah, thanks for having me. So, Claire, thankfully, gas prices have been dropping, but it has been a real point of concern for California residents. And oil refineries have been blamed as a culprit. Tell me about the relationship between gas prices and oil refineries. First, I just want to explain a little bit maybe what oil refineries are. So crude oil is what's gathered from the ground. And then that crude oil is sent to refineries where It's turned into gasoline, kerosene, diesel. So the reason that there's been a lot of scrutiny on oil refineries specifically is that California's most recent price spike has been attributed to planned and unplanned maintenance at these oil refineries. So even as prices have been dropping across the country, California has been one of several regions where maintenance at refineries has led to higher prices. So when a refinery goes offline, supply decreases even more, and you know that causes prices to go up. Give me a sense of the cost impact here. How much are prices at gas pumps affected when a refinery goes offline? There's a couple of examples that the California Energy Commission gave. In 2015, one of these refineries exploded, and that caused a price increase of 46 cents. And in 2019, five refineries had either planned or unplanned maintenance issues, and that price spike was about 34 cents. What the California Energy Commission chair is saying now is between 
the end of August and the end of September this year, that spike has been a lot more than the spike they typically see when there's maintenance at refineries. So even as state taxes and fees and the price of crude oil either stay the same or decreased, refinery cost and profit tripled. The California Energy Commission chair is calling that unprecedented and sent a letter to California oil refinery executives at the beginning of the month demanding an explanation. Mm. And do we have a sense of how often these shortages happen? So maintenance at refineries in the spring and in the fall is typical, according to energy experts that I can talk to. And refineries, they can voluntarily report when they plan to do maintenance or when they have unplanned maintenance to the California Energy Commission. And the commission can, you know, ask them to delay it in order to prevent spikes such as this. And they also usually do keep inventories, but demand has been so high that they've dipped into their inventories more than usual. Well, it's hard to know how often they happen because there's very little public information about when refineries are undergoing maintenance. That's actually part of the scrutiny now from lawmakers and academics. It's worth asking, how can we know more about other energy companies like power grid operators, yet there's not the same transparency with oil refineries? The California Power Grid Operator, they do release a daily report of which power plants are operating below capacity, whether that outage is planned or unplanned, and how much capacity has been lost. And they've been required to make that list public by law since around 2001. There are a few differences between the gasoline market and the electricity market that makes disclosure in the electricity market both easier for regulators to ask for and also more necessary. So on the power grid, supply and demand of electricity must be kept balanced at all times. Mm -hmm. If demand exceeds supply, then there's the risk of blackouts, Mm -hmm. uh, as we saw during the heat wave in August. Whereas if one refinery goes offline, there's no fear that the entire system will be destabilized as a result. So because there's so much coordination required with the power grid, it's easier to ask for that information. Also, the electricity market, it's a natural monopoly. So the grid operator, they have a lot of leverage to request that data because the only way for plants to deliver power to customers is over their wires. We'll be right back. You can support the newsroom that creates Fifth Emission by signing up for unlimited access at sfchronicle.com slash pod or by downloading the San Francisco Chronicle app. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI. It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. As you mentioned, oil refineries voluntarily provide information to the California Energy Commission. So why can't the CEC share that information with all of us? They told 
the Chronicle that that information is business-sensitive, confidential information. Mm-hmm. One energy expert I talked to says that the California Energy Commission fears that if they share that data publicly, that you know it could be used in legal proceedings and that refineries may no longer voluntarily provide that information. Still, the California Energy Commission chair asked refinery executives for answers and said that, you know, that price spike couldn't be attributed to just unplanned maintenance alone. In a lot of their responses to the chair, the refinery companies said that they couldn't provide information about maintenance or operations because of antitrust issues. And I talked to the industry trade group, Western States Petroleum Association, and they also cited antitrust concerns for why that information shouldn't be publicly available. Hmm. And in what other ways have oil companies defended themselves? Are they pointing to California's energy policies? Yes, definitely. They say that, you know, California is an energy island, so there aren't pipelines coming into California, which makes it harder to bring in refined oil when there is a shortage, such as the one that we're seeing. They blame California's environmental regulations and taxes. They say it makes it harder for refineries to operate and that with more and more refineries shutting down, which is also a trend that we've been seeing nationwide, that supply is even more delicate. And so a sudden change can really cause major spikes in prices. But still, some energy experts that I talk to say that the difference between California's gas prices and prices nationwide can't just be attributed to environmental regulations and taxes. His name is Severin Borenstein. He's a UC Berkeley professor. That's what he calls the mystery gasoline surcharge. A mystery gasoline surcharge Claire, Governor Gavin Newsom is also concerned about all of this, and he signed a new bill that would require oil refineries to share their monthly profits. Will that help with the lack of transparency that you're describing? I guess we'll see. That bill was signed last month. There's also U.S. Representative Mike Levin. He's leading several other California Democrats in the House to ask the Federal Trade Commission to investigate whether or not oil refineries engaged in any anti-competitive behavior with this most recent price spike. Plus, the governor has called for a special session in December. His proposal is to create this new windfall profits tax on oil refineries. So, Claire, obviously a lot of California residents are relieved that gas prices are going down at the moment, but Energy policy experts say we still got to keep an eye on these oil refineries, right? What's still missing and why is this so important to understand? Yeah. So one energy expert I talked to said, yeah, you know, when understandably when prices are high, interest in this issue is high. When prices go back down, interest decreases. He hopes that there's sustained focus on this issue so that there can really be a full understanding of why California's gas prices are so much higher than the rest of the nation. Because in his calculations, that difference can't be fully explained by state taxes, environmental regulations. So he's hoping that all the recent lawmaker scrutiny continues to find answers. Claire, thank you so much. I appreciate you taking the time to talk to me about your reporting. Yeah, thank you for having me. 
Claire Howe is a climate reporter at The Chronicle. Her upcoming story about oil refineries will be online next week at sfchronicle.com and on The Chronicle app. Thank you to King Kaufman for the edits and to you for listening. <laughs>